Hello, and welcome to the Pest Control Marketing Podcast with your host, me, Hal Coleman, uncensored and unplugged. Pay attention, take lots of notes, because you're going to find out exactly how to get more new customers, more referrals, and grow your business. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website, pestcontrolmarketer.com. For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770-993-0004 or email him hal at halcoleman.com. Mike Stewart is known as the Internet Audio and Video Guy. Since the birth of the Internet, Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers, increase their sales, and grow their businesses online using audio and video, now with iPhones and Android phones. For more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him Mike at InternetAudioGuide.com. Well, hello again, folks. This is Hal Coleman with yet another episode of the Pest Control Marketing Podcast, uh, here to help you grow your business and get it on a faster track. And uh, I'm here again with my friend, my mentor, my business associate, uh, the internet marketing wizard of all time, Mike Stewart. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing great, Hal. Glad to be here. And uh, thank you for calling me the marketing wizard. Uh, I've been known as the audio video guy, but marketing is uh, is everything we've got. Well, to- I'm, I, I, it's better than if I'd had to say you're the marketing lizard. Well, it, there you it, go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But, <laughs> Mike, you know, we, we refer to me a lot of times as Mr. Offline, and, and uh, you're Mr. Online. And together, I think we make a great combination because everything I do pertains to not everything, but most of it to online as well as offline. It's all marketing. It's all selling. Just two different vehicles there. But what I want to talk about today may be a little more uh, offline than online, and that is clover leafing. Now, uh, you're, you're being online. Is that a term people use online? No, I have. I until you told me about it, I had never heard that term. And well, and I. That's- and I think it's probably going to really pertain to being in the physical real world when when you're out uh, working, in, you know, with real live customers. And, and so why don't you define it and talk about, you know, here's what I want to know. I want to know what is it, how to do it, what did you do it when you had your business, and what were the results? And there's four good questions uh, from a dummy. So go for and it. Some- some people listening might think, well, why does Mike not know what clover leafing is? But the fact is, Mike, a lot of people may not realize you have never owned nor worked for a bricks and mortar business, really. No. I mean, you, you, except for your your recording studio was, but still it was it was uh not something where you would have had any experience clover leafing. It's definitely an offline term. And, and and folks, if there is anybody that doesn't know what clover leafing is, it's simply when you get a new customer 
or you have a current customer, it's it's going marketing to the two people across the street and the people on the one house on either side. You got two next door neighbors, one on either side, and you got two across the street neighbors. So that's like a four leaf clover. And I tell people a lot, Mike, that the easiest person to sell something to is the next door neighbor of one of your current customers. Uh, because just the fact that your neighbor is doing business uh, with them is uh, there's a certain level of confidence and security there. Well, a lot of it is because of what's known as the law of conformity. You know, we 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 get our strengths and identities from groups and and the people we associate with. So there's a subconscious level there that says, well, if if it's, if my neighbor's doing business with them or if they're good enough for my neighbor, then they're probably good enough for me too. Or if my neighbors made that choice, I should make that choice too. So. Uh, but but there are things that you can do, uh, ways to reach out to next door neighbors. And, and a lot of people, when I began to talk to them about clover leafing, a lot of my clients uh, are on my one hour uh, coaching call that I do uh, with people, my free session. They'll say, well, no, our, our city's got an ordinance where you can't you can't knock on doors in a neighborhood. You can't canvas in neighborhoods. And that's OK. But there is really no ordinance that I know of, there may be one that says you can't you can't knock on the next door neighbor's door of your customer. And there are a lot of things you can do to make that more more effective too. So I want to talk about a few. I just want to kind of run down a list here uh, as they. I don't have this written down. You and I never have anything written down when we when we do these podcasts because we just we're just having a conversation, sharing what comes into our head mainly, but, uh, uh, you know, let's suppose that you have a new customer and his name is Fred Johnson. And now he's your customer. He's your happy customer. And you would like to approach Fred Johnson's next door neighbor, uh, to see if they might become a customer of yours. So, so there's several things to do. The very first thing I would do is I would say, uh, Mr. Johnson, uh, you know, you, I want to now let's, I'm just creating scenario here. Okay. Because there are exceptions to everything and somebody will hear what I say and they'll say, no, you couldn't do that. Mine. So yeah, maybe you couldn't in some circumstances, but I'm just going to give you some good guidelines here. These are guidelines. Number one, I would say, Mr. Johnson, I want to go over and talk to your next door neighbor and make sure they're not having the same problem you're having. Uh, uh, now, especially if we're talking with termites here, okay, because, you know, uh, a, a colony of termites can easily be infesting two homes at the same time, especially in certain neighborhoods where the houses are so close together that you got to turn sideways to walk in between them almost, you know. Uh, so, Mr. Johnson, I'll, I'll, I want to go over and talk to your next door neighbor. Do you know his name? Yeah, his name is, is uh, John Smith. Uh I need, I'd like to go over and touch base with him and let him not, see, make sure he doesn't have the same problem you have. Uh, would it be an imposition uh, if you could help me out? Is there any way that you could walk over there and introduce me to him? Now, in a lot of cases, they're going to say, sure, man, let me put my shoes on here. Let's go. I know if somebody came and uh, did a service for me and then they said, I think your next door neighbor has the same problem. Maybe would would you mind going over there and introducing? I would say, come follow me. I'd be 
trotting right over there with them. There's no better way to gain credibility than to go to the door and there's your the neighbor introducing you saying he just treated my home and I think you ought to let him look at your home. Now, if they say, no, I can't go over there, I'd rather not do that. Was there any way you might could just call them? I don't want to show up at their door and have them think I'm an axe murderer. Uh, so uh, so if they don't walk over there with you, maybe they'll give them a call, maybe. But if that's not possible, if they say, no, I don't know my next-door neighbor, you say, okay, well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk over there and talk to them, and if you don't mind, I'm going to tell them you're my you're my customer so they don't know i'm an axe murderer and i, and I love the axe murderer line because it's humorous but everybody gets it they understand why it's important to have an introduction uh and so uh walk over there and knock on the door and say i'm you know i'm hal coleman with Hal's exterminating and then turn very important that you turn and face fred johnson's house and say your neighbor fred johnson is my customer uh and has he has an issue with with termites and uh you know i told him i was going to come talk to you because i want to make sure you don't have them also and if you if you'd like i would really like to do a, a an inspection it won't cost you anything it's free you know i'm I'm just not here to to pressure you i just want to do a free inspection to make sure you don't have this problem uh so uh if they say no you can't do that well could i leave you and you have your literature there in your hand you know your pamphlet your card your May I leave you with this in case you you do ever have a pest issue? Uh, sure, you can leave it with me. Uh, and if they're not even there, leave something in the door. I mean, there's uh, there's just all kinds of steps here. You know, step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. If step one doesn't work, go to step two. If step two doesn't work, go to step three. But but if you go to uh, the neighbor's across the street and on either side you will find there's a ton of business there uh and i talked to a lot of a lot of pcos wcos who they never do that they they just they don't do it uh for various reasons don't have time don't feel comfortable doing it maybe they there's an ordinance but there's no ordinance against somebody introducing somebody else to their next door neighbor okay so nobody's going to bother you uh i don't believe for doing that now they might if you're going all over the neighborhood door to door to door to door to door uh but uh and your your truck is not even there with you so uh but reach out to those neighbors on either side and across the street and uh i had a guy tell me one time when i go across the street he said what i do is i just will ask my customer say i'm going to be walking straight do you know the person across the street yeah her name is brenda johnson Okay, I'm going to walk over there and speak to her. And if you uh, just so she thinks doesn't think I'm an axe murderer, would you do me a huge favor and just stand here at the door until I, I knock on her door? I'll run straight over there. And he said, you know, he would knock on the door. They would come to the door and he would immediately turn and point across the street and say, your neighbor, uh, Fred Johnson. And they would look across and there's Fred waving him from his front door over there and he said man you're in like flint then because he said they're not going to want to be rude to you and slam the door in your face because it makes fred look it's offensive to fred you see so there's a lot of psychology that you can use there too but and have an offer uh, an offer that they can't refuse in other words we're offering all of hal's neighbors or all of fred's neighbors uh uh 
three months free pest control or we're offering them a free this or a free that something that uh you know not 10 percent off because nobody even knows what that means and 10 percent's really nothing anyway i mean offer them something they can't refuse because they are fred johnson's neighbor you see so if you will do this and 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 learn how to get get comfortable communicating at the doors like that uh you will you will find some great business there that's that's just waiting on you to show up because a lot of people are having bug problems and or pest problems and they don't know what to do about it and they don't know a pest control company and maybe they've heard bad things about pest control companies maybe they're afraid of getting ripped off maybe they're afraid an axe murder will show up you know i don't know but there are a lot of people who have problems and they don't know what to do about it it's it's just the same as people who have uh problems with their roof and they don't know what to do about it they have psychological mental problems they don't know what to do about it they got family problems they don't know what to do about it they got insurance they don't have insurance and they know they need it. That people have all kind of needs and issues in their lives. And sometimes it's a matter of the right person shows up at the right time and you're in like Flint. And uh, I, I had a, I, w- I was discussing this in a Facebook group a while back and some guy chimed in. He said, have you ever bought anything from anybody at the doors? And I said, yeah, yeah. The last thing I bought was a tree service. Guy showed up. They were cutting trees for the lady across the street. And he showed up and said, "Hey, we're we're in your neighborhood. We're doing some trees. Got any trees that you that you have questions about, or that you might like to have taken down?" And you know what my two words I said to him were, Mike? What? Follow me. <laughs> Follow me. And I went right around back and showed him a dead tree that I'd been concerned about, and uh, I needed to have it taken down. And uh, so, and you know, the thing about it is, Mike, this is, now this is how this works. I have a tree guy that I've used for years. I call him. He's been out to my property in the last 25 years, probably uh, five times to take down a tree or some trees or a dead limb or something. I have a tree guy, but I'm thinking, now here's a tree guy at my door with a chainsaw in his hand, basically. And if I call my guy, I'll have to wait for him to come back. It usually takes him several days to get there. He's got to come look at it, and we go through all this rigmarole and everything. I've got a guy standing right here on my porch ready to take that tree down. So I'm just going to let him take it down. So he took it down, gave me a great price. Uh, Even though I had my own tree guy, it was so much simpler just to let this guy go take it down. So, yes, it's being at the right place at the right time when there's a problem or an issue and you, you show up on the doorstep to solve it and somebody says, follow me, follow me. Let me show you what's going on in my basement. Let me show you what's going on in my dining room. It's got paint peeling off the wall in here. Uh, you know, there's all kind of things that uh, you can stumble into if you reach out to those neighbors of your current customers. So th- does that ring any bells with you, Mike, about the online world or, or, or any marketing scenarios that might be similar uh, in that world? Well, uh, sure. There, there's, there's some things that come to mind. Uh, you have to ask yourself, <coughs> is everyone in your organization cloverleafing? Meaning that you're in a neighborhood, your truck is parked there, you just got done hopefully making a customer happy. 
you can either get back in your truck and go to the next customer and do that day in and day out and never talk to the uh, the other four houses that make the clover leaf, or you can make this a priority that you're going to get to know people. And I used to have a client named Chuck Reeves and the name of his company was 21 associates. And I asked Chuck, why do you name your company 21 associates? He says, you got to get 20 no's to get a yes on average. And now here's a word from our sponsor. Google pest control marketing, grow your business like never before. Call 770-993-0004. Did you hear that? That is a jingle, but more than that, it is an audio logo and what I call a marketing earworm. But you know, that's a bug, that's a worm you want in your local market on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and podcasts like you're listening to right now. Yes, you should do a podcast as a PCO, but we'll talk about that another time. You want your market singing Google your name, what you do, and your phone number. Simple, but it works. If you want to cash in on this marketing bonanza, go to PestControlMarketingJingles.com to learn more. Or just call me, Mike Stewart, at 770-826-3662 or call Hal Coleman at 770-993-0004. And we would love to show you how to do what we call search and call advertising with earworms. And oh yeah, it works on that old-timey technology of radio and television. Why don't you call us today and learn more? Google Pest Control Marketing Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004 I used to have a client named Chuck Reeves and the name of his company was 21 Associates and I asked Chuck, why do you name your company 21 Associates? He says, you got to get 20 no's to get a yes on average. Yeah, I remember that. And I said, well, that's interesting. He says, and he said, the people who are willing to be consistent and persistent, keeping asking for yeses, statistically, cannot not get a yes. So that means if you cloverleaf five houses a day, what's the average route for a tech? You know, it it can be anywhere from eight, eight to 18 i mean you know 12 14 is a pretty good average but here's the thing it's it's a lot of times going to be a two-man effort because the guy who's got 14 the route technician who's got 14 or 16 stops set up and they're all scheduled throughout the day he doesn't have time to do a service and then run across the street knock on doors he's got a haul butt to get to his next service on time so it's kind of a sometimes it's a two-man operation where Two guys ride together, and one's servicing the houses, and the other one is over there knocking on the doors of the neighbors. Or you can go back. You could take another day, like a, a Saturday, and just say, I'm going to go, I'm going to pick, uh, you know, uh, eight of my customers today, and I'm going to go and I'm going to cloverleaf uh, their neighbors. So it doesn't work well for a technician to do it while he's out on his route because there's just no time to do it. Well, uh, m- m- the point is somebody needs to do it if you're not doing it, and it's an average, uh, you know, it's an average thing. And of course, one of the things I would make a recommendation is that obviously um, 
two things that I heard that, that I want to mention. Number one, you want to make sure that your print material references specials, uh, discounts, offers, and other services. In other words, uh, you know, one of the things I was thinking about is that, you know, some people probably already, like you said, you already had a tree guy. Well, they probably already have a pest uh, termite contract. Uh, and of course they, you know, their objection is, is, well, I've already got somebody that takes care of that. No, thank you. Uh, but if you start offering other money-making opportunities, mosquitoes, uh, wildlife, um, uh, uh, you know, we had one company in Atlanta that started doing aerating, seeding and lawn care. Um, so in other words, in fact, we have one PCO that does Christmas decorations and see all of that stuff is in their brochure information. So even though you may not get a, a termite customer, you might get a Christmas decoration or a, or a lawn care or, or a seeding. You know, in other words, if you're doing these other services to increase your revenue and you're not letting people through the Cloverleaf opportunity and tying it back to the, uh, to the Internet, making sure that you have web pages about it, uh, one of the most phenomenal things you can do in print now is what's called a QR code. Um, all you got to do is hold your camera at a QR code and you can take people on their phones to any offer on the Internet that you want to. Uh, uh, you can take them to videos that explain the offer. There's, this is the difference between being proactive or not. And um, if you're already in the neighborhood, what's the time is it going to take to get for some the second person or the person who's responsible for it? How long is it going to take to leave some information and knock on four doors? That just seems like that's an obvious. You know, if if it's a two man team, one that guy's job is invaluable. If he was able to knock on, let's say, uh, if there's ten stops, that's forty knocks a day. Yep. And and if you if he was at forty five knocks, according to Chuck, you would get two new customers every day of every week of every year. Now what yeah. what what's the value of that to you? My gosh. Oh yeah, it's it's incredibly valuable. And uh so yeah, it it's those are easy customers. They're the neighbors of your current customers. And there's a lot of there's a lot of business laying there. Uh uh, to be had. And, you know, you mentioned, well, yeah, I've already got a termite customer. My next question would be, well, let me, are you 110% happy with them? Now I've, I've asked, had people in the past that say, yeah, I ask them if they're happy. I ask them if they're happy. They always say, yes. I said, well, look, ask them this question. Are you 110% happy? He said, I started asking them if they were 110% happy. And a lot of them now they say, well, no, I'm not 110% happy. Well, why not? And then he said, then they proceeded to tell me a problem they're having with the company they're with. I said, well, you wouldn't have that problem with me because this is what we do. So you find that a lot of them do have somebody, but they're not happy. Because, see, this is human nature, Mike. It's a relationship. It's just like uh, uh, a couple can be, you know, uh, uh, let's just say a man, uh, 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 a man and a woman are going together. They're they're dating and that's what we're doing with our customers is dating them and and they're going along okay till all of a sudden somebody shows up and notices this lady and and comes up and says the right thing at the right time and and says i want her for mine and they began to compete for her affections and next thing you know 
she has left the person she was with and she has gone with this new person. So it's the same thing, you know, if you, if, uh, the only reason people should stay with a service provider is if they're happy and the person's providing everything they need, uh, uh, physically and mentally, and they're taking care of the problem. And they, there are a lot of people who have pest control services that they can't stand the people, but they don't have, they need the pest control service, but say, I don't like that person. Got a bad attitude. They show up late. They, they, I just cringe when I see them coming, but I need them. You see, on a case like that, uh, it's real easy to get, to get them to persuade them just to, to dump the person that they don't really like. And, and go with you. It's, 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 we're competing for customers out there. So just because somebody has a service doesn't necessarily mean they're happy with that service. And if you can provide a better service and treat them with more respect and treat them nicer and be more compe compelling and more attractive, then bang, all of a sudden they're canceling their old service and they're going with you. So it's competition. It's all about competition. Well, so anyway, more, well, more importantly, if you don't ask, you won't get. And exactly. I'll tell you something you should ask of Hal Coleman. You should ask to get a one-hour consultation with him. And all you got to do to find out how good Hal is and how great he is at helping you build and grow your business, just call him for his one-hour free consultation at 770-993-0004. I'm telling you, you'll be glad you did. You don't know what you don't know, and the only way you're going to find out is ask questions from somebody who's the expert. Hal's the expert at for one free hour to find out if you're a good fit, 770-993-0004. And Mike Stewart will do the same thing, too. And you can reach him at 770-826-3662. That's 770-826-3662. Take him up on the same offer. Mike will spend time with you. Uh, look, look at your website, your online marketing, and everything you're doing there, and, and point you in some directions that you didn't even know existed. I guarantee if you call him and spend time, you'll come away from the call and say, man, I really learned some cool stuff about uh, my uh, my online marketing. Uh, and it won't cost you a penny to have that phone call either, will it, Mike? No, no. We, we, we want to give first to make sure it's a good fit. And, you, you know, you have no risk, risk reversal, meaning that, you know, it, let's get to know each other. Uh, you know, we don't expect you to marry us until we've had a, a good first date. And so, uh, <laughs> so, so, and marketing is like dating. You know, it's like you've yep. got to get to know each other. You've got to know, like, and trust each other. And so, uh, as far as that goes, Hal, I think we've covered clover leafing. And, and the, what you do is when you're out there clover leafing and doing leaf behinds, you tie it to your online marketing. That's where offline and online can bridge the gap. And I am out of here. Well, I'm going to follow you, Mike. Folks, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes and on your phones and in Stitcher on your Android. But more importantly, go to our website, pestcontrolmarketingpodcast.com. Subscribe to our email list to always be notified of new episodes. You're never going to want to miss what we've got coming up next, and you never know what we're going to be able to do to help you with your pest control marketing.